the readings of today emphasizes the whole spiritual activity of fasting. Of fasting. You know, in the first reading, if you look at it, it's like God was condemning fasting or not happy with the kind of fasting that was done during the time of the prophet Israel. But at the same time, too, at the end of it, you only see God saying, is this not the kind of fast that I choose? So, it's not that he's so completely eliminating fasting. But our fasting should be able to produce this effect. Okay? He said, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinances of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted? Why, why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no advantage of it? Behold, in the days of the fast, you seek your own pleasure. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. I said, oh, this is fasting time. Because you're going to take one meal. You now go and prepare the best meal for one meal. Are we together here? Ah, okay, I'm not going to take my breakfast and then lunch. Then, okay, at night. I'm not eating it yet. What I miss in the morning, I must... But it was reflecting the third one. You see, at the end of it all, the main aim of your fasting is defeated. You see, fasting helps to, how would I call it, it demobilizes the idol of the body. This body is an idol, and it inhibits a lot of spiritual activities. As a matter of fact, your body is an antenna. Your spirit is your real self. Your body is an antenna that helps you to assess it sphere of life, the physical realms of life. Okay? And so, if you do not train it and program it properly, it picks negative signals. And the devil likes it. And that's why the devil feeds the body so much. So, when you fast, you break the idolization of self. You deny the self the government it demands of you. Even that pleasure you are looking for, oh, okay, I want the best of food. He already in himself is an idol. <laughs> because he is seeking self-satisfaction. It is the flesh. It is the flesh. So that's what the Lord is saying. You see, you are sick, you are doing fasting that seeks your own pleasure. You oppress all your workers. You know, some people don't care about the condition of their workers. You know, what they pay them, what happens in their life. You know, they, they are more or less treat them as if they are outsiders. You see, that kind of fast I'm looking for? Behold, you are fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with wicked feasts, wickedness. You know. Then he now says, what type of fasting do I choose? To lose the bones of wickedness. To lose the bonds of wickedness. There are spiritual wickedness. There are physical wickedness. 
But what begets physical wickedness is spiritual wickedness. And spiritual wickedness can only be dealt with with prayer and with fasting. Jesus said, this kind cannot leave this boy. This kind can only go by what? By prayer and fasting. When we pray and fast and demobilize our body and train our body to tap the energy of God, we are able to draw strength from God. The strength of God becomes our strength. And so when we engage ourselves spiritually against the forces that are putting men in bondage spiritually, that will tantamount to physical bondage, we are able to deal with them and set them free. As an individual, there are forces contending with you. As a family, there are forces contending with you. Even as a community, there are spiritual forces contending with your life, with your soul, with your spirit, with your destiny. And they do that in a very quiet way. Jesus is now trying to make us understand that we need to engage the force of prayer and fasting and deal with them. Fasting is also an act of sacrifice. The language of the spirit, the language of the spirit is sacrifice. You can't communicate to immortal spirits without sacrifice. So when we fast, we are also engaging our body and bringing, making our bodies the temple of sacrifice. The word they first say, offer your very self as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. So when you fast, you are offering, you are making your body an altar of sacrifice. Very, very important. He says, it's not this to share your bread with the hungry. You know, hunger is also an act of wickedness. Because God has given the humanity everything she ever needs. There should be no lack anywhere. But human greed and selfishness has made some people not to have access to what God has legitimately given to them. There's enough food in this world. There's enough life in this world. But the greatest enemy of man today is no longer the beast in the forest. It's your fellow human beings. Once somebody was making a story of Nigeria, and the amount of money the Nigerian, the Nigerian as the country has, he said, if the money is evenly distributed, every individual in Nigeria will be a millionaire. Not just one million, not two million, from ten million up. If all the money was equitably shared to every individual. Can you imagine that? But in the same country, we find people who are hungry. You see a, 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 a young man messed up with hunger. You see a mother of a child going crazy on the street because she's looking for food to give her children. You just by mistake, when they come to you and they just give them 500 or 1,000 naira, you are like a, the son that I've done for her. You will see the joy, the surprise, and she'll be wondering whether you really mean to give her the 1,000 or to bring change. <laughs> you know, you can see what hunger is making human beings to behave like. You know, today, when we have enough to give everybody, you see the point. So we must lose the hunger of, we must lose the, the wickedness of hunger. And that's why I want to retreat again and appeal to us this time, thank God that you know, it's coming early, that we should begin again as a family to prepare what we have to give to the poor again. Okay? I think last year we did something, last two years we did something, last three years we did something, so this year uh, we should not. Uh, a lot of us to pass us by. So from Sunday, I'm going to be announcing 
that anybody that has indomie, clothes, shoes, the ones you have, no, you have used, or the ones you have not used, all of them, bags of rice, half bag, quarter bag, ten cups, beans, maggi, oil, they will begin to put them together now. That we may go to lose the bond of hunger. The people of last year, up to now, they are even calling me and say, Father, are you still coming to visit us again this year? You know, because their case was completely hopeless. They couldn't get the help from anybody. And when they came in, it was like an answered prayer. And we sustained them throughout all the COVID times and all that with the amount of things we were, you know, were, to, were, were gathered here. Okay, so I'm going to take that one very, very seriously. To bring the homeless poor into your house, and when you see the naked, you cover them. And not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Oh, this part touches me so much. Don't hide yourself from your own flesh. We are all human beings. We are all equal, whether we like it or not. If you are sick now, and they say you need blood, the person you think is nobody may be the person who will have the right blood to give to you. And then at the end of it all, the blood of that person will sustain you. We are the same. There is no difference. It's the society that is creating the structure of the poor and the rich. We all bear the image of God. Okay? So, as we are progressing into our Latin uh, uh, season of this year, may we maximize the opportunity to show that truly the grace of God upon our head is not in, uh, in vain. May God bless us once and a half through Christ our Lord.